0: The following is an ORED Podcast Network production, bringing on-demand geek audio straight to your eardrums one podcast at a time. To listen to more great geek audio podcasts, check out the R.E.D. Podcast Network at redpodcastnetwork.com, iTunes, and Stitcher Radio. episode number 45 of the 11pm Sport podcast just when you thought this podcast was done never coming back never returning come back bigger louder stronger faster better we can build them we can make them better just like the steve austin thing this is the number one craft beer podcast now and still unbelievably And podcast that is half man, half machine, half machine, half man. I'm your host Ian. Each week I'm going to be jumping back on my beer crate and of craft beer parachute which has been clean and shiny all for 2015. Shooting away all of these blast, tasteless, with cardboard producers in the beer producing world to lend my voice to the Irish craft beer revolution. Thanks for daring to put the world's most dangerous beer podcast back into your ears and hitting that download button. Folks, first off, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who's just been continuing to support me and uh, support the show and keep an interest in it and keep going, hey, when are you bringing it back? Um, It means an awful lot. First off, apologies for it being about three months since there has been a podcast gone out there. Um, Long and short of it is my real life just took a massive change. Uh, in a direction I really wasn't expecting. And you know what? I'm gonna actually talk about this just for a little bit, so you need to bear with me on this. And again it's because I think it's a subject which isn't talked about an awful lot. Um, for the last three months I've been sort of dealing with recurring issues to do with depression. Depression is something that I've been dealing with for most of my life. And uh, a lot of you might not might be completely new to you, especially if you've known me and you've met me and you see it a lot of times that I'm very happy go lucky and the rest of it. But Depression and anxiety are two things that I've dealt with and I've struggled with for an awful long time. And for the last three months I've been trying to deal with a heck of a lot of that. Anxiety attacks and the rest of it and trying to get on top of it. A mini health scare that I had as well. But I am on the path to trying to get myself sorted out and to get everything straightened out in my life, including my health. And in the last five months I'm happy to say that I've lost 65 kilos. For those of you who like to play along in American, that is approximately 10 stone. Uh, or or close to £120. Um, I have shrunk quite considerably. Yes, I have. Uh, My love for craft beer has not, however, shrunk. Uh, Or real beer or good beer has definitely, definitely not shrunk. So I want to catch up on a couple of bits and pieces. I know it is March and we're in 2015, but I want to talk about a couple of things from 2014 just very briefly. Uh, First thing I want to talk about is my beer of the year for last year. Um, it is quite simply Goodbye Blue Monday by uh, Galway Bay, uh, which was a collaboration beer that they actually did with a Chicago brewery name who escapes me right now, but that was my beer of the year last year. <clears throat> Another beer of note I'm going to mention, and I don't care whose uh, ass this fucking starts to itch in the process of me saying it, but the Uncle Jim Stout by McGargles when it is put on a nitro line. Oh my good god, that was incredible uh Bow Bristle's chocolate milk stout as well another real notable i want to throw into the mix there um they and i suppose from 8 degrees uh you know full irish and double irish you just can't go far wrong um but you know for me goodbye blue monday just absolutely sank uh, all the competition pardon the pun given that they like to have nautical themes in their beers um Moving into 2015, I suppose one of the things I want to talk about for last week is uh, Alltech was on. Now, Alltech was uh, bigger, stronger, faster, and better than ever. I think they took the Steve Austin theme as well. Um, My good buddies from BrewDog were over. It was good to see Johnny Reed again. Always good to see him. Um, looking forward to heading over to the UK shortly as well myself, and hopefully he will be in the offices. If he's not, he better have a good excuse. That's right, Mr. Reed. I'm talking to you. Um, I was also glad to see a great deal number of beers there, and I just want to talk about some of the beers briefly that I got to try, because I was absolutely blown away by some of the beers that were actually on display there. Um, I'm going to jump into and I don't care who this pisses off, I'm going to talk about Rye River. I want to talk about a couple of their beers, um... They're real low ABV Berliner Weisse, just ridiculously drinkable. They're double IPA. I hope they bring that out. That was just a hot, an insane hot monster, and in the best way possible. Uh, they also had this beautiful brown ale that was there, which I was, uh, I, you know, I was uh, fortunate enough to know about that that was coming out. The one beer that I was expecting them to bring, they didn't, but for for a number of reasons. Uh, No, I won't talk about the beer because otherwise the boys will kick my ass. Um, But there was one beer I was really expecting. They didn't bring it, but for a number of reasons it didn't actually happen. Uh, But anyway, uh, their beers turned out. I was really, really happy with those. Uh, Another couple of beers I was really happy with was from Black's Brewery. Uh, You know, their Model T, can't go far wrong. High Viz IPA. Good Lord, Sam Black. Whatever you were putting in your water, your food, or you're taking as your vitamins first thing in the morning, uh, dude, keep doing it because you're just turning out some absolutely kick-ass beers. Uh, They just absolutely blow my mind. Um, And I think sort of one of the other beers that I really enjoyed while it was there was from... You have to think about it. Uh, Actually, no. Mine's gone blank. But anyway, yeah. Alice Porter came out, which is replacing Brixton Porter from Brewdog, if you haven't already heard that. Unfortunately, they're retiring Brixton Porter and bringing Alice back. Alice is an awful lot nicer this time. Um... And all I will say to the guys in Brewdog is, for fuck's sake, get Trashy Blonde back in and get it into the Irish market. God damn it, Trashy Blonde was awesome. Uh, I'm glad to see Alice Porter's back, and I'm glad to see that the recipe this time around is nicer. Although I did actually like it last time, and I was actually a fan of Brixton Porter myself. Uh, I suppose some of the other things I should bring you up to speed on is. That uh, my good buddy, Wayne Dunn, from the Irish Beer Snob, is still craft beer editor over at The Taste Magazine. And he's going to be turning out more articles for them. So if you haven't been checking them out, what the hell are you doing? Go check them out. Uh, My good friend Sarah Finney, she is continuing her mission to be the one woman vlogger uh, that exists in the Irish beer scene. Uh, And she is doing her five minutes of Finney, so go and check that out as well. And if you're not subscribed to it again, what the hell are you doing? Get on it. Go and sort it out. God damn it. Uh, And uh, lastly, I want to say a big thanks to uh, Dave from Bowbristle, who was kind enough to have me down to allow me to brew on their Sabco pilot kit, uh, which was really helpful and a a real uh, interesting for me to go and do. And... Because, like, I do harbor ambitions of being a professional brewer uh, sooner rather than later. Those of you that know me know my ambitions around this. Uh, brewing is something that I love. It is. I am constantly, constantly having ideas for beers. I think at this rate, I'm thinking I'm brewing a beer at least once every two weeks at this point. I've brewed a couple of beers now with Sarah Finney, um, which has been an awful lot of fun. Again, I've kind of been down the dumps and trying to start brewing beers and she's been kind enough to kick me in my ass. And uh, so if you're going to send like any well wishes, make sure you go and send her some thanks as well. And send some thanks to my buddy Wayne and his wife Janice, who have been massively supportive and helpful. My um, good buddy Simon and of course Dave and everyone else. And actually the... Uh, The Irish craft beer scene has just been, like, sending me some really, really cool messages of support and just, like, offering to give me a dig out with bits and pieces while I try and straighten my sorry ass out. Uh, I am going to try and get podcasts back in once every week. Uh, At the moment, I am sort of getting myself back on an even keel. My fitness level is good. My health level is good. My health scare was just that. It was a scare and all good as well. Um... But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and get podcasts going back out more often. This podcast was basically just a, a way for me to go and return, uh, bring everyone up to speed, let everyone know the podcast is coming back. And it was also a good chance that, like, before Christmas, again, uh, Sarah kind of was like, okay, let's go do something for your podcast. And I was like, well, actually, I've never had you on my podcast before. Uh, So what we did was I sat down and I interviewed Sarah To talk about her vlog 5 Minutes of Finny And her thoughts on craft beer and everything else So you can go and check this out now This week's extra special guest And I say extra special guest Like extra special stout guest Is none other than The star of 5 Minutes of Finny yourself Sarah Finny, welcome to the show
1: Uh, Thank you so much for having me
0: (laughs) wow look in your face there when it went extra stout guest you were like wow really you're gonna kick this shit off like that
1: yeah yeah you know
0: <laughs> I could've you just did. <laughs> I know, I know, I just did. I committed it to tape for all eternity too yeah. as well, or committed it to digitals, depending on what you're going to do. So this week, Sarah's on the show because Sarah's vlogs at the moment are kind of like the, well actually they're really the only beer vlogs we get on a standard base apart from the Irish Craft Beer Show, but in terms of reviewing beers in this country, because I've been a lazy mofo and stopped doing them, and you're the only one who's really doing them now. And you talk about all kinds of good things.
1: I try to, yeah, just a bit. <laughs> just a bit, just a bit. Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> okay, so one of the things that we should probably kick off is you will probably explain people who the heck you are and why the heck you're on my podcast. Number one, you're on this podcast because you're one of my best friends, so that's why you get to be on the podcast. Number two, I actually liked your blog originally, which is where you got your start in it. Yes, and you're laughing, put your hand over your face, all kinds of good <laughs> stuff there. Yeah. We actually met last year at EBBC. Yeah. European yeah, Beer Bloggers Conference. How the heck did you get started in writing about beer?
1: Ah, uh, you know, I just decided to write more about pubs first. Um, just was trying to check out all the different pubs in Dublin. And uh, wrote, <laughs> kind of made it a mission of mine to check out all the pubs in Dublin. Haven't got to all of them just yet, but uh, still working on it.
0: Still working your way through it. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those who haven't already picked up, Sarah is not from these parts, but, I know I'm just getting daggers here now, Sarah is almost native at this point, which is a good thing. Um, so, when you started to write about pubs, why did you actually want to write about pubs?
1: Uh, it was actually for my own project, I mean, to just to check them out myself, um, just kind of a challenge to try all the different pubs in Dublin, um, and because there's a shit ton of them. And, uh, you know, just to kind of rate them on my own scale to see which ones I would actually go back to. So it was like a kind of a one drink, one pub, one chance. So you go in for one drink, and does that pub catch you off? And um, do you enjoy it on that first drink? Is there something about it that you uh, would make you go back? Um, if there is, uh, then sure, you rate it high and you'd go back. Otherwise, like, you know...
0: Out the door. Out the door, wow. (laughs)
1: Harsh. I was quite harsh, yeah.
0: Wow. So when you start out in this project, okay, it's all very, like, okay, any excuse to go to a pub I think is a good excuse.
1: Of course, yeah.
0: It's a good one. But what then makes you go, well, hey, I want to actually share this with other people, and then um, just start documenting going along?
1: Well, I mean, I documented it from the beginning, but it was only documented for myself. I mean, I guess people could have followed along if they wanted to,
0: you know, as, as, lo- as blogs
1: are, but yeah, no, it was more for selfish purposes, just my own documentation.
0: Um, yeah, I often find just with to this- keep
1: myself, you know, uh, I guess accountable for what I was doing.
0: Wow, <laughs> accountability! I like yeah. that. Anytime there's alcohol and accountability, I'm almost waiting for an AA meeting to start happening, <laughs> an impromptu one, maybe an intervention to go into play. Yeah,
1: you, know, you can't really have alcohol and AA meetings; they don't really go together. I, what I've
0: been told I beg to differ but that's just me personally <laughs> so we went to eBBC last year along with a whole bunch of other writers from around Ireland around the UK and I'm always one of these people who's like eBBC you cannot take that seriously for one second it is just a great excuse to go and try a load of local beers somewhere and eat some good food listen to some good speakers for some stuff but mainly just drink loads of good beer Disagree? No.
1: <laughs> I agree. I wasn't sure if there was supposed to be a question there or not, so I was just waiting for it. <laughs>
0: no, you're like bracing for impact. She's <laughs> well, sitting there going, it. "Don't ask me a difficult question." No, i might. Um, so when you like, here's the thing, I've had a couple of people say to me, "Hey, how do I go about blogging for about beer that I like? How do I even start with this?" So as someone who decided to take up this challenge of, I mean, I've done this for years, so I take this for granted in terms of blogging about things that I like and I just do it because in number one it's, as I pointed out, it's a hugely selfish thing, it's inane and it's just, I'm a creative person, I like to have creative, out, creative outlets for things so how does someone even go about starting to write about beers, like how do they do it where they're like, people are going to laugh at me
1: I'm sure there will be people laughing at you, I'm sure there's people who will laugh at me constantly <laughs> especially for the vlog, I mean, I look ridiculous most of the time Uh, But uh, I don't know Like when I first started I was just doing it um, Kind of same thing for a creative outlet um, You know And also for my own experience I I wanted to try a lot of different craft beer It's kind of a passion of mine To just try different craft beers And and keep trying different things And see what's new out there And keep exploring the different uh, Irish craft beers All the different breweries that have come about And then you know craft beers overseas as well I mean there's so much so much variety out there, why, not, why stop, you know, at just one beer, and just drink that beer all the time. That's kind of boring, in my opinion. And, uh, I don't know, just, you know, for me, reviewing craft beers, um, and I do, like, I review whiskey as well, but, like, reviewing craft beers is more just my opinion, like, I don't feel like people should regard my opinion as anything but my own, um, And it's more just to, like, show people what's out there and show people that, like, you know, it's something different. And uh, you should go try it.
0: (laughs) Most definitely. I mean, you recently just touched on um, moving into doing vlogs, and I think you're nearly up into double digits at this point. Yeah. So how did that even start?
1: Uh, Well, I was at the EVVC last year, actually, and um, it was touched on how important vlogs are becoming in social media and, um, how they get a lot of hits and how it's just becoming a way of of blogging that is becoming quite, I guess, large as you'd say. And, um, at the time I thought, eh, interesting, but I would never do that. Like, it's just not anything um, I don't know (laughs) that I would ever feel comfortable doing why I put my face in front of a fucking camera. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but, actually, but actually, this is even more uncomfortable right now. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uncomfortable, and we're up in the fat cave, which is, like, probably, like, a comfy-ass place to go and do this type of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now this is actually more uncomfortable. Because um, I'm talking into nothing. Uh, yeah, so, uh... But, no, so... I was just like, uh... Sure, sure, I'll try it and see what happens, you know. Um well, that's a couple months later. And... Uh, I don't know, just went on from there, and it was, gave me an outlet to try, to explore different things. Like, my, my vlog is something that I can just do anything on. Like, it's not something that I'm constricted by, where my vlog was very constructive at first, so it was just mainly pubs and reviewing pubs, and now I can move on and do whatever the heck I want on it.
0: It's very true, actually, because your um, vlog doesn't just touch on craft beer. You also talk about another huge passion of yours, the whiskey.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I love whiskey. Um, I'm a member of the Irish Whiskey Society uh, for the last four years. Um, And uh, so, yeah, I try to review whiskey, do craft beer and whiskey pairings, um, do a bit of, let's see, I did one so far of craft beer, um in food recipes stuff like that so you know anything to incorporate alcohol good alcohol into my life
0: (laughs) (laughs) you and I share a very similar passion about um beers and the idea of beers not just being paired with foods but beers going into foods yeah and recently you popped up something onto your feed that had a lot of people going you did what and that was beer mac and cheese
1: yeah you know (laughs) why not
0: again really interesting choice we're in ireland i think we're still quite uh virginal about this in terms of beer into food i don't think we've actually quite made that leap yet and i don't care how derogatory that sounds because i don't think we've made that leap even in terms of our brew pubs i don't think we've made that leap yet um but beer mac and cheese for a lot of people like how do you even start with that
1: Like it just adds a different dimension to your food. I mean, with beer, mac and cheese, that was, I think I used Punk IPA in that one, and I mean, it just adds a different dimension to the flavor of the food. Um, And I mean, I've used um, different beers in bread as well, and it it adds just a fluffiness to the bread, an airiness to the bread that you couldn't get otherwise um, without that beer. And uh, well, I put whiskey into cookies and uh i mean
0: which i've tried and they yeah. were actually awesome i really like them
1: i mean there's there's just no reason why you can't cook with alcohol in a good way where it's just it adds such flavor and dimension to your food and, and why wouldn't you i mean it just doesn't make sense
0: no it doesn't and to me it's 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 quite normal uh well for me it's normal <laughs> considering the shit that i make with with, with beer. um and the episode that I've just done this week of the, or last week of the show, which was uh, about putting beer and food and food and beer to talk about that. One of the other things that really interests me when I like, spend any time with you and we're sitting there and we're talking about beers and everything else is um, the idea, and this was something I think you did a couple of months ago for the Irish Whiskey Society, which was actually pairing craft beers with whiskey and how the two of them literally are just like long-lost siblings that kind of belong together.
1: I mean they do I mean whiskey and beer are pretty much especially craft beer because it's uh, just craft I mean it's a, it's, it's a better taste I mean <laughs> it's a craft I mean craft beer is actually done quite well and um, I'm not saying this well so I'm not even going to go there anymore <laughs> <laughs> but like no it's just um, whiskey is beer before it's whiskey um, pretty in
0: other words the process of yeah, beginning, process mashing in, beginning because...
1: all that stuff it is beer before it's whiskey and m- pairing craft beer and whiskey together, like, they do marry very well, like, you know. And so if you're pairing, like, you can pair the flavors and you can match the flavors so that they go very, very well together. And, I mean, obviously way back when, um, it used to be that people had, you know, their beer with the whiskey chaser. But there's no reason to do that now. I mean, you can pair a very, very lovely whiskey, you know, red breast... 12 year with um, a, a very nice stout you know a Harris or something like that and you can pair them really well together they go very very well together and um, you have a very nice set of drinks to just sit there sipping for the night you don't have to you know pound the whiskey after you have your beer
0: yeah I often think that's a uh and I've seen that with people where they've actually got really nice whiskey and just pounded down immediately after, like, a really shitty beer as well. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what a waste and, like, a lack of appreciation. Well, and then they
1: also go home and they tell their their uh, wife that they only had one drink because that's the equivalent of one drink. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a good... That, Jesus.
1: So, I mean, you yeah. <laughs> know...
0: Bear in mind, that is not advice for anyone to take. It's bad <laughs> advice. Don't listen to that one. No one take that as an excuse for what they want to do. No. <laughs> like, when you're talking about, like, pairing them, uh, some people be like, how do you even pair them? Like, whiskeys, whiskeys, whiskey, dude. It just tastes like whiskey. It's either Scotch or it's Irish or it's a, an American derivative being bourbon or something else. And now I'm just looking... I'm getting the same look when I make that phrase. It's whiskey.
1: <laughs> uh, like, I mean... I guess it depends what kind of drinker you are, and if you're big into craft beer, which you hopefully are if you're watching, or you're li- not watching, listening to Ian's show, um, you would know that craft beer has a lot of complex flavors and a lot of complex notes on the nose as well. Whiskey's the same way, um, you know, on the nose it has, it could have caramel or toffee or vanilla or what have you, or with a, um, some parts in Scotland and all of them, you would have a lot of smokiness. And then the same with the flavors. I mean, you can get all sorts of things from the characters of the oak, um, the sherry, if it's a, done in a sherry cask, um, all the way up to the vanilla or you know caramel or um, with um, Jameson casks mates, which was done in a stout barrel. At the end, you get you do get the stout notes off of it. So you know you do get a lot of complexity in whiskey as well.
0: You know, what, let's just actually touch on that cask mate project quickly because that was uh A launch that you and I attended as well. And again, this was based off uh, a beer that was done originally by Franciscan Well, which was their Shandon Stout, which got aged in some Jameson casks. And then they get to the end and they're like, we've got no space for these casks, you guys need to take them back. You may as well explain what happens from here. Whiskey's your domain and I will always (laughs) acknowledge that.
1: Well, I mean, Jameson was more like, uh, well, what the fuck are we going to do with these barrels then? So, they said, ah, oh, sure, you know, we've got a lot of Jameson, because that's what we do. We're a big company. So, <laughs> they pretty much took the Jameson and tried a trial run of putting uh, the Jameson back in the stout uh, stout casts and just to see what would happen. Uh, and it ended up, I think they put it in for a couple months, not any more than that. Um... And uh, it ended up turning out really, really well. Um, and they ended up naming it caskmates, of course, because they shared casks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a very lovely whiskey. It's, you know, it does, in my opinion, it has stout nose. Maybe some people would taste it and say, oh, shit, it tastes like whiskey, but... That's uh, <laughs> what I said to you the no, night we were at
0: it. and We were at the event, and we get these beautiful black ceramic glasses that actually, uh, the cask whiskey gets poured into one and I smell it and Sarah's standing beside me and first words out of my mouth were smells like whiskey yeah <laughs> the look in your face was like oh my god do you have any appreciation for this I'm like I'm trying I'm trying here and then I taste it and again tastes like whiskey because I still haven't developed my palate for whiskey
1: well but you know at least you're willing to try it yeah it's a boop but- builds
0: up from there how do you develop your palate for whiskey I mean craft beer is a case of someone just sticks a beer in front of you and they tell you what you're going to taste and people very rarely I find discover what they're actually tasting because they've been told what they're going to taste
1: well I mean you could do the same I guess for whiskey really I mean you could attend whiskey tastings just as you do I guess a person telling you what you would taste in craft beer if you're really having if you're not one of those people who would naturally taste things in whiskey which some people aren't you know I mean, I don't know if it's just because I've been drinking whiskey for so long that I will taste things out of it. Um, you could attend whiskey tastings, like, you know, Irish Whiskey Society has them monthly, so if you're interested in whiskey and you want to have somebody tell you, hey, this has this notes and this this is what we would be tasting and blah, 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 then, you know, it would be a good way to check it out if you're interested, you know.
0: Now, what are the other things that you like when you touch back into beer is you are a massive fan of the stout. That was the reference yes. up front in the podcast. Which is why
1: you called me stout.
0: Yeah, I know. Which is like complete oxymoron when it comes yes. to you. But... it's yes, so stout. Yeah, I know. And we're sitting here drinking green beer as well, which is even worse. And for those who are like, green beer, what the fuck are you guys drinking? We're actually drinking some of the Berliner Kindle, uh, Berliner Weisse, Waldemeisters. Uh, it's
1: not even St. Patrick's Day, but we're uh, doing
0: it. Yeah, I know. And we're just drinking it because we can, because I got a couple of these in, and we're uh, drink trying to drink our way through some of my gigantic beer stash, which is always good. Which could take a while. Could ta- it could take a long while.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so Stouts is one of your favorites in terms of beer styles, yeah. and especially if they are the imperial variety. Yes, the
1: Russian imperial variety,
0: yes. I think we should talk about Russian imperial Stouts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't
0: talk about them enough. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yourself and myself, we sat down recently and we did a vlog for your show. Yes. Talking about some of the new 8 Degrees beers and one of them came up which was the oh, Russian Imperial be, yeah. from 8 Degrees. If yeah. anyone wants to go check that out, that'll be coming up shortly yeah, in yeah. the next week or so from yours. We're not going to talk about our views on that beer. Nope. Nor will we talk about the stuff that ended up on the editing room floor. Yeah, exactly. Which was just ridiculous. Yeah, uh, well, you know. But funny as hell. Yeah. Um, Russian Imperial Stouts, or are, are Stouts, like, what do you want out of a Stout when it's put in front of you? What are you expecting to get out of it? Like, what's your preference when you're getting in there?
1: Uh, I want it to be rich. I want, um maybe some dark chocolatey flavors to it um what mind, but a bit of uh, coffee notes as well depending on the stout to be honest um i don't know there's something about having like a robust body to a stout it's just dark rich beer
0: you like it to have a big like a big canvas of stuff to yeah, go yeah you
1: know like complex dark rich beer
0: <laughs> can't get can't get any worse than that i mean yeah. And you you say there are like coffee notes you'd like some coffee notes I think it was uh, earlier this year Franciscan Well did their coffee stout which was ridiculously coffee it was like coffee on the nose coffee very upfront in the taste coffee in the aftertaste and I me personally I was like what's the fucking stout in this Yeah 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 uh, I mean, I think that was just an example of like how far you can really go with coffee but yeah. There is a, a stout that you and I share, like an utter love for, which is Tokyo by Brewdog. And
1: Tokyo it, is quite good, yeah.
0: Which I think is a really extreme one, but it
1: is a bit extreme, you know.
0: But the complexity in that is. But you know,
1: I also like my really, really strong beers, like anything over seven percent, ten percent. The stronger, the better. To be honest.
0: Okay, so what are some of your... Um, you're talking about like your favorite beers. Someone says to me, Hey, give me this some of your favorite beers or strong beers or recommend some strong beers or some dark beers to me. What do you go recommending to people? <laughs> I'm this putting you on the spot, haven't this I? This is dangerous. I know, but it dis- this is the world's most dangerous beer podcast. It is utterly ideal for this.
1: Well, strong beers. Uh, well, I like the Devil's Half Acre
0: it's a good beer yeah that's and that is strong that's like a, what twelve and a half percent 13 13% for like a black IPA black imperial IPA technically yeah, speaking yeah.
1: it's tasty it's good mhm um what did I, I the one I was going to pick up today but I didn't
0: um <laughs> I can't Molotov cocktail no no no
1: That was good too but no <laughs> <laughs> I like way too many. That's my problem. Anything (laughs) strong, I'll drink it. (laughs) Like Narwhal. I love Narwhal.
0: Narwhal, if no one's had it, is the Imperial Stout from Sierra Nevada. And it is to die for. It is rich, luxurious, decadent, opulent, everything that you want from these things. Yeah. Um,
1: Tool has the... Tool has the... um,
0: Nice save, by the way.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> I know how to pronounce it, I just don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> has, um. But. <laughs> the
0: yeah, they have their, uh. The I Love. it's not I
1: Love. It's the. What's the stout
0: one? It's the I I know which one it is. When I see it in the shelf, I know what yeah. it is. Name, but always is me as well. Oh, one, Yeah, they have an Imperial, actually, which is quite a. Yeah. Bit, you know what it is it, really like a viking stomping across a room with a great big giant axe swinging and everything else and there was bearded braid beard braids going on ready to go and like start beheading people it's amazing It's re- and the next morning if you have enough of these you feel like you've had a viking try to hack your fucking head off oh <laughs> I've, oh I've had that uh, and you know what it was one of the best hangovers I've ever had in my life I was so happy I had that hangover
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I love two
0: hundred fathoms. Two hundred fathoms again, playing along for the American friends and listen to the podcast was a limited edition uh, imperial stout that was done by Galway Bay, which is an Irish brewery. It was done last year. It was actually aged out in some yellow spot whiskey casks. <sighs> Sarah was just like yellow spot whiskey. It made my day. Um, Now, they are actually releasing another batch of this at the moment, which have just gone into casks, so hopefully we'll be able to do a vertical, because some of us,
1: yeah, this guy
0: with thumbs, has a bottle of last year's one still there. I
1: couldn't even hold on to it if I had one. I would just drink it.
0: I know, I'm like, I'm a beer hoarder, I think we've established I'm a beer hoarder.
1: But like, I just wouldn't be able to. I would drink
0: that shit. Well, don't forget, Like I had like about eight bottles of that, so, and, yeah, I know, I was one of those guys. You asshole. I know, yeah. I had eight bottles of it. One bottle didn't find its way across to my buddy Stu Bowman. I love that shit. And you had
1: eight bottles of it.
0: Can I say, when you know people, you know people. You get hooked up. You get connected. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, other Imperial Stouts. What else? Or Strong Beers. If someone say, hey, I want to be able to try some Strong Beers. I haven't gone above, like, 6%. Like... Where do you recommend to go? You've already recommended a couple there, like telling people to go and get Devil's Half Acre. I mean, shit, talk about telling someone. By the way, you need to now join hundred meter race, even though you just have to learning how to walk.
1: Yeah, well, you know, my my balls are bigger than yours. Um, (laughs) What? It's a beer. That's true. That was I was recommending
0: it. No, she 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 wasn't actually kidding. That wasn't a, a dig at me, even though it's probably true. Uh, <laughs> it is that is a it is a beer, and it actually is utterly incredible. That's another um, I
1: hardcore you. That's
0: another one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hardcore you. Just for anyone who's looking at this and going, I like IPAs. I'm okay with IPAs. I think I can manage a double IPA. You do this at your peril. The bitterness in this it will knock Jesus Eddie. you. I say that if somebody drinks it on a regular basis and treats it like a uh, regular IPA uh, which is frightening yeah
1: well
0: you know says so well, it's another good beer as well Like I hardcore you mm-hmm. and then there was there's been a couple other ones actually in the last couple of months which I think you yourself and myself have tried as well, which were uh, I
1: try some money.
0: Yeah, no. The, the problem <laughs> is, you know, just, there's so many beers to go and try. I'm a great place, and there's just beer after beer after beer, and it becomes like a blur. Um, I think uh, Does this w- doesn't
1: sound bad at all.
0: No, it, it never sounds bad at all. Molotov cocktail was one which you brought up, but Molotov cocktail, man, that is ridiculously sweet.
1: It was very sweet. Yeah.
0: um Evil Twin. have actually got a couple of like beers that are along this line as well. Like just ridiculously strong. So good like yeah you think of that pairing of beers yin and yang as yeah, well yeah those are not that
1: strong
0: they're only 7% I know but you start putting the two of them into a pint glass oh, yeah together and you're just like yeah this is how I'm rolling <laughs> it's, a, it's a ridiculously strong beer um, um, and some of the Belgian beers have been out in as well like we uh, the 8 Degrees ones 8 well. Degrees ones are good yeah
1: but, but we're not talking about those no
0: we're not talking about those <laughs> it's an embargo on those because Sarah's done this embargo, awesome blog. embargo embargo it's a good word like we do have had a um uh, we've had a couple of the other brew dog ones that have come out in the last while as well, which have been quite strong. We've seen some of the Paradox ones come out again. Like Heaven Hill is out at the moment for anyone who wants to go and drop 18 Euros of on a bottle of beer which is about 330 mil in size. But that is an incredible Sarah is shaking her head at me like no. I have a bottle of it inside, we know we're gonna get to try that and drink into that. Like, I already know what this tastes like because I've already been through a couple of bottles of this. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm one of those guys. Um, fortunate enough that I didn't actually have to buy my beers. Thank you. <laughs> but the, there's a ton of like really exceptional beers that are out there in terms of strength. In terms of stout-wise, there's been a, a sort of a I'd like to say it's a nice resurgence of like stouts into craft beer at the moment in Ireland, which I think is really really good. Um We've had Rye River Brewing Company, which are local to me here, they're starting to knock out like about three or four stouts. In fact, afterwards, we're going to go and hit another one of their stouts, which is their Uncle Jim's stout, which is on nitro, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you've never got to try before.
1: No, nope. that's um, good, but we'll see. And
0: I have consumed in copious amounts. <laughs> and for my money, it's probably the best nitro stout we actually have in the country at the moment. And that would make it only the second nitro stout we have in the country, at the moment, technically speaking uh then they've got their solace which they did for um tesco yeah. which is we don't like the branding on that no but we like the beer
1: yeah
0: uh, i've tried their craft brewing company crafty brewing one that they did for Lidl, which you can get on episode 44 of the podcast and sarah's just got her bottles of that today's try. she gets to try that later on but we found land for land by yep. o'hara's which mm-hmm. is like a huge favorite of yours yep. and you really like that with whiskey it's a good really go to beer
1: anyhow. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, yeah. And earlier we had uh, the pilot number one from Bow Bristol, which was their milk chocolate stout. Quite good. We like that good, a lot. Yeah. We're looking forward to trying the uh, the foreign export stout that he has currently sitting there.
1: Yeah.
0: We like our foreign export stouts. As
1: long as it's better Fucking you-know-who.
0: Yeah, exactly. You-know-who. It's almost like a Voldemort, should I let it say the
1: name?
0: <laughs> <laughs> turns into that kind of scenario.
1: One who must not be named.
0: <laughs> exactly. So we've got like some amazing stouts going on. Um, I think we've got like Carrig have got a stout on, Independent have stouts. Then you get into Galway Bay, and you've got their Stormy Port. And almost, we're not going to get into the argument about porters and stouts. and I think I'm, we're all getting past that at this point. I do better be yeah buried at sea and then you got left hand brewing's nitro milk which is now available in this country which makes me very happy and Sarah's looking at me going that's you all honest? he drinks I know when
1: he goes
0: out oh I love that especially if it's on draft if on draft I'm sitting there and I'm drinking it for the evening uh, I will not deny that I'm quite happy about that but all we
1: need now is a little Thornbridge peanut butter brown and I'll be the happiest girl alive
0: Oh, when we get off the podcast, I'll give you something that'll that you really like in terms of news. I can't give it on the podcast, unfortunately, because people will just be like, "No, you can't." I'll get actually, I'll get yelled at by the brewer, and I'll get given out too far, and I'll never get like cool stuff or cool information again. Where I get to go try beers before they get to go out, but afterwards, I'll tell you something that we really like it. Um, but if people want to find out more about whiskey in Ireland, okay, and they're listening to this, going whiskey and craft beer. And, Whoa, hang on this. I like craft beer I didn't realize it was like a whole heap I could learn about whiskey where can you find out more about the Irish Whiskey Society
1: Uh, Well, it's on irishwhiskeysociety.com that's our website and uh, we have tastings the last Thursday of every month and we try to switch them up a bit so each one's different Um, we get a lot of a lot of times we get um, the distillery people to come out you know and talk about their the whiskeys master blenders stuff like that to come out Um, and also we get a lot of specialty whiskeys and whiskeys from other countries and whiskeys that are rare that you would never get otherwise. So that's what's kind of nice about it. Like you get to try whiskeys that you can't find in a shop a lot of times. So
0: now I believe going to the Irish whiskey society's thingies does not involve my favorite word, F or double E not free
1: no no I mean but you know nothing in life is fully free so but, tell but them the it's, great it's actually not bad like you know it's it's actually got really good value it's um, 50 euros membership for the year if you wanted to join for a year
0: dude that, for me that's amazing like someone goes you can get to go like whiskey tasting once a month 50 euros a year done sold to the fat man in the corner
1: and the thing is, is if you want to come try it out like um, for a tasting it's 25 euros for a tasting um, as a non-member and if you remember, it's only fifteen. So that's for each tasting. But um, you get to taste six to seven whiskeys
0: each tasting. Wow, that's a really good deal. So even for like fifteen euros to go to a tasting, you can't go out and go and yeah, try that exactly. many whiskeys <laughs> so. in a bar for that kind of money. Yeah. So that's a really good deal. And if they want to find out more about your vlogs, and
1: well, that's 5minfinny.com. That's my vlog website. Um, links right to YouTube as well. So,
0: But you've also got another little secret site which has been kind of worming its way around.
1: It is. It's slowly getting up there during my exam period. It's
0: I think we need to give it some love right now.
1: Uh, it's for all Irish craft beer news in the country as well as whiskey news and cider news too. And then social media too. And also posting up events. Not the best advertisement I've ever done, but it's working on it. <laughs> it's called irishcraftbeerweekly.com, and um, hopefully it'll get bigger and bigger. Uh, I just wanted to focus mostly on Irish news for for craft beer and whiskey and cider, because that's really what's coming up now in the market as far as anything with like alcohol-related. The whiskey market's... Resurging and craft beer market is getting bigger and bigger
0: and so and our cider market's actually yeah. just starting to like find its feet exactly. now so. see more of these producers turning up which is awesome Yeah. so make sure you go and check out that site if you want to find if you want to just go to one site you don't want to have to go through a million sites to find all your news and you don't want to join Reddit because you're just like only a bunch of fucking weird people reside on Reddit you most definitely should go and check out irishcraftbeerweekly.com yep. and if you want to see lovely Sarah's amazing videos of craft beer, whiskey, food in beer, random ramblings, ravings, rantings, even having asshole loudmouth guests like me on us, you should definitely go and check out 5minfin.com. 5
1: minfinny. See? That was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. What she said. And <laughs> go check that out, and make sure that you also follow her on the Twitter machines.
1: At Irishfinny. Yeah.
0: I like it. Simple. Straightforward. Easy. Right, yeah, you
1: know. <laughs> That's what happens when you set it up years and years ago.
0: <laughs> but make sure you go and check it out because like these are some amazing resources and it's always cool to see... Uh, content producers in Ireland started to diversify and to actually start reacting to give people content in the way that they want it to be consumed and to be shown to them as well. So make sure you check that out. I want to say a huge thanks to my good friend Sarah for joining me in the fat cave today to drink my beers. Always good. Thanks so much for
1: having me and sharing your beers.
0: It's awesome. And having her on the show as well. So make sure you check it out. Make sure you follow, subscribe, rate, thumbs up. All the rest of it are good for social media shit when it comes to her stuff because we should all be showing love. ELE. Everybody love everybody and that was my interview with Sarah Finney from back in December. Now, a couple of brief updates. Uh the start of this podcast was done sort of earlier in the week and this one has sort of fallen a little bit afterwards for the ending part of it. Again, this is the whole uh, erraticness of things at the moment, but uh, number 1, Sarah is now the vice president of the Irish Whiskey Society. So huge congratulations to her. That's awesome, really good stuff. Uh number 2, 200 fathoms has been released. Uh, Galway Bay, Brudock, Andy, Rachel, uh, Jason, uh, all the rest of the team were good enough to have me along to the launch of that in Brewdock. And I can now gladly say I have taken my asshole level from uh, 1 to 10 in a dial to 11. I am now the proud owner of a full case of 200 fathoms. So for all of you poor people out there who are like, there's no 200 fathoms. This guy, yep, that's me with the thumbs, is one of the reasons you probably haven't been able to find any. Or the fact that it is limited when you go to buy it, because I got a case of it. (laughs) You know, that's just how it rolls sometimes. Uh, You know, I'm really looking forward to my trip coming up this week soon. Uh, I think it's next week, uh, where I'm going to the UK, going on business for a couple of days. And I'm going to drop into Brewdog Shoreditch, because it's a place I wanted to go to. And I'm also going to drop into Bottle Dog and hopefully meet, see some of the guys in there while I'm at it as well. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm always happy when I go to uh, any of the Brew Dog places. Um, they always look after me exceptionally well, probably way better than I deserve um, uh, at the best of times. Uh, and they always like uh, make me feel extremely welcome. Um, so, huge thanks to them for that. I also want to say a huge thanks to Brew Dog for recently hooking me up with some of the new Bourbon Baby. Um thank you very very much guys that was really uh really wasn't expecting that but thank you. Um I shall enjoy it all as you know last year I was a fiend for bourbon baby. Anywhere I could find bottles of it I went and got bottles of it. A lot of people were a bit mixed about it, me absolutely loved it. It's one of my absolute favorites from last year. Um I want to say again just a huge thanks to everyone who has sort of put up with the absence of the show and has been showing so much support and love and everything else and uh, and, and just help me with bits and pieces of things to try and get the, po- the podcast back and running again. You know, it's really, really helpful. And it, again, kind of energized me when I was trying to get along. And just sort of one like final tip as well. Um, you know, if you are, and I'm going to say this because, you know, it's something that I didn't deal with for a long time. If you're suffering from depression, go and talk to one of your friends. It's not, it's, it's not anything to be shamed of. It's not anything to be embarrassed about. Go and talk go and talk to someone about it. go and talk to your friends about it go and seek help with it. It's not an embarrassing thing to do. you definitely should um, and it's something that I've sort of learned slowly and I'm lucky enough that to have some amazing friends around me who've helped me out through this sort of really difficult period of my life. And trying to finally get get on top of it and try and deal with it and make it normal. Uh and I want to say like a huge thanks to uh and like and again the guy who probably won't even notice exists, but you know, DDP yoga. DDP yoga, I actually credit with that, with the, the saving my life and turning my life around, especially health-wise, it's been hugely, hugely helpful. And you know, if you're someone who doesn't exercise or anything like that, um, and you don't you don't want to go to a gym you don't want to go running and you you, you just don't want to do sports for whatever reason ddp yoga is something you should definitely check out i was able to do it and i was weighing in at nearly four hundred and three pounds at one point uh... yeah i know that's a huge amount i am nowhere fucking near that now thank god um, but it really really helped turn my life around and change things and it's uh, you know it's never too late i'm thirty six years of age and, you know it's never too late to go and and to change your life change your lifestyle and get on top of things that are bothering you, pissing you off and all the rest of this stuff. And because then it allows you to go and focus on things that you really love and allows me to sort of now be able to go and focus properly on, I love beer and I love brewing and I know what I want to go and do in my near future. My near future is not going to be where I am and it will be uh, hopefully doing something and doing some cool stuff in the brewing industry myself. And doing more of this, because I actually really enjoyed doing these podcasts. Even though for a long time i found it very difficult to do the podcast. But, you know what folks, that is the sound for Last Orders. I want to say thanks yet again for joining another episode 11pm Somewhere Podcast. Before I disappear off into ether, if I don't mention this, a certain pair of friends of mine in the UK across the water will kick my backside. The Beer Clock Show, my good buddies, because I'm with the Beer Clock family. Uh, they are doing a season of Irish craft beers in the moment. I have done an episode of the show a little while back Uh, Wayne and Janice from the Irish Beer Snob have been doing episodes and my good friend Sarah is also doing episodes and they are going to be doing the remaining episodes of the season uh, with Mark and with Steve and there is also a special offer on relating to the Irish craft beers that they will be featuring for all my friends in the UK uh, who listen to that, so check out beerclockshow.co.uk, you can get all the details, keep an eye on their Twitter feed, at Beer Clock Show, and, or at Beer I can't remember which it is, sorry guys, um, that should be a hashtag, sorry guys. Um, but go and check that out, make sure you follow it and subscribe and you listen to the, the episodes, of this, especially because we've got Irish... Um, sort of beer writers, bloggers and vloggers and podcasters on it as well. And remember, always check out my podcast from my good buddy Wayne and Janice, uh, the Irish Beer Snob Podcast. You can get that on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, now if I can just get Sarah to actually go and put her videos into podcasts on iTunes. I'm still working on that. I'm trying to build up a great network of of content on iTunes for about Irish beers and the Irish beer and whiskey scene. And remember, folks, new episodes of this podcast are always available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. So if you like the show, give it a review, give it a rating. You know, it helps the show climb the ladder to podcast charts. As always, you can hit me up on the Twitter machines at 11 p.m. somewhere. If you want to join a mailbag or you've got any questions, email, send them in to me, show at 11 p.m. somewhere.com. All over Facebook, Instagram, untapped. You know, hit me up, follow, subscribe, like, thumbs up, and all the rest of their good stuff. So until next time, I've been me, you've been you, last one left standing, settles the bar tab as always. Cheers to you, craft beer drinker, Addy. The Irish Craft Beer subreddit contains all the latest news, reviews, blogs and posts from around the internet about Irish Craft Beer. To find out more, check out www.reddit.com slash or slash Irish Craft Beer. Join the revolution.